You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Vendo Podcast. Uh, today, you have myself, Michelle, Geffen. Um, I'm sure you're used to hearing from us now. And we actually have our friend Sock on the line from PacView. Hi, everyone. Yeah, this is Sock Khan. I'm a director of customer success here at PacView. And so, yeah, happy to uh, be on this podcast to share, 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 share my thoughts. Awesome. Um, so we just kind of wanted to jump in today and that our listeners have heard Geffen and I talking about advertising on Amazon and Walmart and a little bit of our relationship with PacView. Um, so we wanted to bring Sock on the line to kind of hit on a little bit more about how our relationship with PacView works and PacView's relationship with Walmart and other retailers that they work with on the e-commerce side. Sock, did oh, you want to go into that a little bit? Of yeah, 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 definitely. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So PacView uh, is a, um, a SaaS platform that helps advertisers um, run advertising on various marketplaces such as Amazon, Walmart, um, Instacart, Critio. So most of like the kind of the major marketplaces, uh, PacView has a tool that can help you uh, run advertising uh, on them. Uh, we, we were actually one of the um, one of the initial uh, Walmart partners, API partners, when they first released the API uh, a year or two ago. So we've been um, you know working with Walmart really closely. Uh, we've kind of seen the Walmart platform grow. Um, so it's definitely really exciting to um, yeah to talk, talk about you know what things are happening with the Walmart platform and some of the changes that have. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you get to hear from me every Mm -hmm. month asking you all the questions Mm -hmm. related to Walmart always. Mm -hmm. Um, And then our relationship with you and PacView started um, about last year. Um, And I, you know, we went and talked to all the providers and we love PacView and the data that y'all provide um, to your advertisers out there. So we ultimately partnered with y'all. Um, and it's been great. Um, I know, Sock, you can speak more mm-hmm. of the details around Walmart and everything, but I will say, like, as someone that uses your platform mm-hmm. every day, um, it really is user-friendly and is just a great tool to use. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So um, I kind of wanted to start on just uh, getting your thoughts on strategies for Walmart.com as a whole, you know, from advertising. And then if we wanted to hit on a little bit of the OPD side of things, since we know that just started um, early on in March. Yeah, yeah. So, in, kind of some general strategies in terms of Walmart advertising, like um, in, in a lot of situations, um, people who are advertising on Walmart aren't just advertising on Walmart. They're also doing other channels like Amazon and and such. So, uh, for a lot of advertisers who, for the first time, are maybe just starting Walmart advertising, like one of the really common things that I see uh, people do is like having the same bidding strategies on Amazon and Walmart. Um, and one of the things to um, be aware of when you're running advertising on Walmart is Walmart's ad auction. So it's Walmart's ad auction is a first price ad auction which differs from other platforms, which are second price ad options like, 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 like Amazon, for example. And the, the, the key distinction between those two is that in Walmart, if you have a, you know, a 
$5 bid for a keyword, you know, you're going to pay $5 because uh, it's a first price ad auction versus second price ad auctions where you just pay a penny higher than the second highest bidder. So for advertisers who are kind of making this jump from like a second price ad auction platform to Walmart, which is a first price, I, you know, you definitely want to kind of adjust your how you bid because there is the potential to um, overpay, to kind of overshoot like what, what over, overshoot your bid. So kind of my advice for people is in Walmart, definitely, you know, be a lot more conservative with your bid increases, you know, make a bid increase, kind of watch and see how that affects uh, performance in terms of are you driving more, more impressions, more clicks? And then just, you know, it's kind of make incremental bid changes. Um, and it's kind of the way you're going to want to manifest that, you know, difference in, in rules is like, if you're creating like a rule in pack view, you know, just have like smaller uh, incremental increases than like, you know, what you did on Amazon. So that's kind of one of the kind of the major, uh, major things. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, I think my brain automatically goes to budgets from there. So Geffen and I get asked a lot, you know, what is the difference in like how you should set your budget on Amazon versus Walmart? And a lot of questions people ask me is related to the daily budget parameters. You know, Walmart has a $50, whereas Amazon, you can go much lower. Do you have some tips and tricks of getting around that budget parameter Walmart has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, with Walmart's uh, budget setting, there is like a minimum daily or minimum total that, that you have to spend. So that, especially if you're working with kind of a, a smaller, you know, uh, a, a smaller budget, you know, you still need to be within the, um, you know, stay within those budgets. I guess kind of my advice would be to utilize ad groups uh, because, you know, you, you can set campaigns at the, you set budgets at the campaign level, but you, then you still want to kind of segment and group together like your keywords. And then you could just, you know, use those ad groups as, as another way to kind of group together uh, similar keywords. Um, and kind of one other kind of thing regards to budgets, like one of the things that, you know, I've seen it with um, Walmart advertising is the, the amount of budget that goes from auto versus manual campaigns. In Walmart, what we've definitely seen more budgets, um, more spend being driven by your automatic campaigns on Walmart. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the number of ad placements that is available for, um, for the automatic campaigns uh, in Walmart where um, for automatic campaigns in Walmart, the ads can appear on the, um, you know, the, the product detail pages, the search in grid, the carousels, while on the uh, manual side of things, um, they'll just appear on like the search in grid and the product carousel. So uh, because of like the, the more placements for automatic campaigns, that's where we see spend, uh, more spend is going to. So, um, well, that's another thing to keep in mind, like when you're allocating budgets to on Walmart, typically your instincts is to spend more on your manual campaigns. And that's what we see a lot of people uh, try to do 
on um, on like other platforms to spend more on the manual campaigns, less on auto. But in Walmart, it's because of the you know the difference in available ad placements. You'll actually find yourself spending more on automatic campaigns in Walmart. So. Yeah. Um, do you ever have um, not necessarily complaints, but questions related to like how to make those parameters a little more selective? Because I know like personally from the auto standpoint, you know, you're kind of mm -hmm. just hoping that the algorithm places it in the right place. So do mm -hmm. y'all get a lot of questions related to that and how to maybe optimize your spend a little bit more? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I recommend doing uh, when you're trying to make your manual campaigns a, a bigger a bigger focus is you're going to want to use your automatic campaigns as a way to harvest and find new keywords for your manual campaigns that's one approach that you could take to um, scale up your, your manual campaigns and within PackView, we actually have a, a automated rule that you can set up to automatically harvest search queries from your auto campaigns to um, add them into your manual campaigns. So that, that whole process can be automated. And so eventually as you find more uh, keywords and you harvest those keywords from autos into your manual, um, hopefully uh, over time, you'll start to spend more on those uh, manual campaigns where you want to have the higher focus. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you see the same across um, OPD as well? I know that our reporting isn't separated out, but since mm -hmm. you know the start of March, have y'all seen similarities like with the auto and the manual on OPD as well as .com? Um, yeah, so a little too early to tell. Um, I haven't really had a chance to really do a deep dive into the um, performance since uh, that, that OPD release uh, in March, but like some of the things that we've seen in terms of, you know, um, when Walmart um, opened up OPD placements uh, to the API was we definitely saw a decrease in CPCs and an increase um, in conversion, which is awesome, which is awesome for advertisers because those are exactly what, what you want to see. For um, sure. <laughs> and so, I mean, I think a lot of like kind of the, the reason there was a decrease in CPCs. It really goes back to probably supply and demand principles, where there's you no know, demand there of you know of people in the ad platform, but then they increase the supply. So all of a sudden, you know, you saw CPCs go down because there's the increase in supply of ad placements. Um, I suspect you know that this decrease in CPCs, we're probably going to start seeing an increase in CPCs going forward because kind of the, what we've seen initially is that people are getting a lot better results since this release, especially if you are, um, you know, in this CPG category, you're selling like grocery products, like overnight, you know, people all of a sudden- Yeah, I know we're seeing that on our end and it's been very great. <laughs> so, I mean, what's gonna happen is people are be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting so much better results. People are gonna start pouring more money into it. And so then right. you're gonna start to see, uh, it, increases in CPC. So, so it's it definitely really interesting to see, see that that CPCs drop overnight, but um, I imagine they're definitely going to creep up um, now that people are getting some really great results in Walmart. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, like I said, I know we're seeing that on our end uh, when our weekly calls, uh, Geffen and I are always calling out, you know, 
know what's happening on the OPD side, just because um, it has been great, especially with our smaller suppliers that might have a smaller store selection and seeing that growth overall is really beneficial for them. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's super insightful. Uh, thanks for sharing. Um, and then um, I know Geffen and I love to talk about this, just like what's coming down the pipeline mm -hmm. because he sees such a stark difference on Amazon versus what we see on Walmart. Yeah. So could you insights on maybe what's happening this year for walmart as a whole yeah yeah so for walmart as a whole like so there's definitely going to be some exciting new things coming down in the second half of 2021 um primarily um their release of sponsor brand amplifier ads so for people who aren't really familiar with with that ad type within the um the, the walmart advertising it's the ad type that's very similar to the sponsor brand placements on Amazon, where you have your, um, it, it appears in a very visible uh, spot, kind of uh, above the fold on the uh, search results page, where you could have like, they'll show you your logo, kind of your, your three uh, key products. Um, and so that is going to we're probably look to see have that available probably this second what q3 probably of 2021 so some, sometime around the uh the, the second half of, of the year um so that's going to open up a lot of opportunity in terms of you know the um what you can do on walmart advertising because it's going to uh, with the brand amplifier um you can do keyword targeting or and also you can uh, target it target specific categories as well. So it works as both a way for you to have a really targeted, um, to target like specific keywords, but also if you are more of, you know, looking to advertise higher up on the funnel, you know, you could do like some category based targeting where you can target like, you know, the uh, cracker category or whatnot. So um, it's gonna be a, a very powerful tool. Um, and so yeah, definitely really excited to have that available. Um, some other new things you could probably look for is the, um, the ability to do negative keywords in Walmart. So that's something that is, uh, <laughs> I get asked about at least like once a week. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just such a simple thing that's gonna you know, provide immediate, immediate kind of, um, um, optimization opportunities because you know it's going to give you a lot more control you, you can easily you, you know uh, cut you know wasted spend you know that may be driving up performance it's going to make it a, a lot easier to really kind of target your ads to where see that to the um and get, get way better performance so yeah second half of 2021 uh, really exciting stuff yeah, that's really exciting. Um, and I know me and you kind of have talked about this offline before, but um, the difference in how product targeting is expected to be on walmart.com versus Amazon. Um, and do you see them implementing any of that in the future or is still maintaining kind of what we're doing with the auto campaign since it is a little yeah, targeting? Yeah, I mean, this, I definitely um, think at some point they're going to allow you to have more refined product targeting. I personally have not heard any um, uh, updates on, on when that might be. I mean, maybe it's more of a, a, a wishful thinking on my part. Um, <laughs> but 
I, I, I'd imagine that, that they would, but I haven't heard anything. Um, but with, with, with the brand amplifiers, that is going to allow you to have some control over that. While you can't target specific products, it would allow you to target like specific categories. Yeah. Um, and so in, in a lot of ways, that's kind of a step in the right direction. Uh, yeah. With brand amplifier placements, but um, haven't heard anything in regards to the ability to target specific uh, products, like, like what you can do in other platforms. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for sharing all that. Um, and then just for our listeners, do you kind of want to hit on y'all's new partnership with Target and other retailers and what you're doing in the e-com space? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's been an exciting uh, couple months at, at Packview. Um, so we recently launched, um, so Instacart is something that really was launched over the, the you know, the, the latter half of the past half year or so. Um, that's been exciting, especially with uh, this year, with the, the pandemic and more people doing online grocery shopping. Uh, we've seen a lot of people have success on the Instagram platform. And we also have partnered up with Critio, where uh, you can manage your target, um, uh, your, your target campaigns, as well as CBS and a bunch of other retailer sites through the, the Target Credit platform. Um, that was something that was just released um, within the past couple months. Um, so that's been exciting news as well. But. Awesome. Well, Geffen, did you have any other questions for Sock? I think that covered all mine. No, you are the uh, Walmart expert, Michelle. So, so you know, <laughs> um, I'm just here to watch and, and, and just learn. I mean, you know, I learn something about Walmart every day, uh, mainly from you, Michelle. And, and, and I know you and Sock have been working very closely. And I mean, we're very happy with the uh, PackView tool. I mean, it's driven uh, a really nice amount of data insight and growth for us. Um, and, and it's been great. So nothing on my end. Um, we're just waiting for the day when those Walmart numbers can catch up to Amazon numbers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what's um, really, really cool? Something that Pathway is working on right now. Uh, Michelle, I, I don't know if I've actually had a chance to show this to you yet. Uh, so this is break, yeah, breaking news. Uh, but <laughs> Pathview, currently we have in beta right now, uh, it's working for a cross-platform retail dashboard. And so what this dashboard is going to show you is it's going to show you your performance on Amazon, Walmart, Instacart, and Critio, all in one dashboard. So wow. this, is, this is a really powerful view uh, because especially when you start to uh, talk about, you know, shifting budgets from one platform to another, this is just you know, a really great view to look at to see how you're doing on all these other platforms, how they compare. And um, it's going to facilitate a lot of conversations of, you know, you know, we're getting, you know, this ROAS on Walmart, maybe we should shift, you know, budget from X platform to Walmart or whatnot. So it's, um, yeah, I guess during next call, uh, I'll see if I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to name the that, podcast but... uh, this week or whenever it gets released, uh, break mm -hmm. from Packview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's uh, definitely um, down the pipeline. Hasn't been released yet, but um, I've, yeah, it's in our, our test environment, so it's really exciting. Awesome. Yeah, that is going to be really exciting. 
All right, guys. Um, yet another podcast full of uh, little nuggets this time. You know, if any of our any of our viewers um, use PackView for Walmart um, or are interested in using PackView for Walmart, um, it's definitely a good tool. Uh, of course, the insights we have at Vendo, the kind of leveraging of the Amazon and the Walmart data um, really help us get the most out of PackView. Um, and yeah, I think I think we're good to go there. So thanks for joining, everyone. <laughs>